Chapter 8, verses 40 through 48. Of Catina Aurea, Gospel of St. Luke, Part 1, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 40 through 48. And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at Jesus' feet, and besought him that he would come into his house. For he had one only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she lay a-dying. But as he went, the people thronged him, and a woman having an issue of blood twelve years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood staunched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee, and press thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling, and falling down before him, she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him, and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort, thy faith hath made thee whole, go in peace. Augustine, after relating the miracle of the Gadarenes, Luke goes on to relate that of the ruler of the synagogue's daughter, saying, And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. Theophylact, at once both because of his teaching and his miracles. Augustine, but the event which he adds, and behold, there came a man named Jairus, must not be supposed to have taken place immediately, but first that of the Feast of the Publicans, which Matthew mentions, to which he so joins on this, that it cannot consequently be understood to have happened otherwise. Titus Bost, the name is inserted for the sake of the Jews, who at that time well knew the event, that the name might be a demonstrative proof of the miracle. And there came not one of the lowest, but a ruler of the synagogue, that the months of the Jews might be the more closed, as it follows, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. Now he came to Christ because of his need, for grief sometimes urges us to do those things which are right, according to the psalm, hold their mouths with bit and brittle, who come not nigh unto thee. Theophylact. Through urgent need, then, he fell at his feet, as it follows, and he fell at Jesus' feet. But it were right for him, without a pressing necessity, to fall at Christ's feet and acknowledge him to be God. Chrysostom. But mark his dullness of heart, for it follows, and besought him that he would come into his house, being ignorant in truth that he was able to heal when absent. For if he had known, he would have said, as the centurion did, Speak the word, and my daughter shall be healed. Greek Expositor. But the cause of his coming is told by adding, For he had only one daughter, the prop of his house, the succession of his race, about twelve years old, and the very flower of her age, and she lay dying, about to be carried to the grave instead of her nuptial bed. Chrysostom. But the Lord had come not to judge the world, but to save it, whereupon he does not weigh the rank of the petitioner, but calmly undertakes the work, knowing that what was to happen would be greater than what was asked. 
for he was called to heal the sick, but he knew that he would raise up one that was by this time dead, and implant on the earth a firm hope of the resurrection. Ambrose, but when about to raise the dead, in order to bring faith to the ruler of the synagogue, he first cured the issue of blood. So also a temporal resurrection is celebrated at the passion of our Lord, that the other might be believed to be eternal. But as he went, the people thronged him. Cyril, this was the greatest sign that he had really put on our flesh, and trampled underfoot all pride, for they followed him not afar off, but thronged him. Greek Expositor, now a certain woman afflicted with a severe disease, whose infirmity had consumed her body, but physicians all her substance, finds her only hope in such as great humbleness, that she falls down before our Lord, of whom it follows, and a woman having an issue of blood twelve years, etc. Titus Bost. For how great praise, then, is this woman worthy, who, with her bodily powers, exhausted by the continual issue of blood, and with so great a crowd thronging about him, and the strength of her affection and faith, entered the crowd, and coming behind, secretly touched the hem of his garment. Cyril, for it was not lawful for the unclean either to touch any of the holy saints, or come near a holy man. Chrysostom, for by the custom of the law, a malady of this kind was accounted a great uncleanness. Independently of this also, she had not yet a right estimation of him, else she would not have thought to remain concealed. But nevertheless she came trusting to be healed. Theophylact, but as when a man turns his eye to a shining light, or puts fuel to the fire, immediately they have their effects. So indeed he who brings faith to him who is able to cure, immediately obtains his cure. As it is said, and immediately her issue of blood staunched. Chrysostom, but not the garments alone saved her, for the soldiers also allotted them among themselves, but the earnestness of her faith, Theophylact, for she believed and was saved, and as was fitting, first touched Christ with her mind, then with her body. Greek Expositor But the Lord heard the woman's silent thoughts, and silently released her silence, permitting willingly the seizing of her cure. But afterwards he makes known the miracle, as it follows, And Jesus said, Who touched me? Cyril For the miracle which was performed escaped not the Lord, but he who knew all things asks if he were ignorant. Greek Expositor Now his disciples who knew not what was asked, but supposed he spoke merely of one touching him, answer our Lord's question, as it follows. When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude press thee, and throng thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? Our Lord therefore distinguishes the touching by his answer, as it follows. And Jesus said, Somebody has touched me. As he said also, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Although all had bodily hearing of this kind, but it is not truly hearing if a man hear carelessly, nor truly touching if he touch unfaithfully. He now therefore publishes what was done, as it is added, For I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. He answers rather materially, in consideration of the minds of his hearers. He is here, however, manifested to us, to be the true God, both by his miraculous deed and by his word. For it is beyond us, and perhaps beyond the angels also, to be able to communicate virtue as from our own nature. This belongs to the supreme nature alone. 
for nothing created possesses the power of healing, or even of doing any other like miracles, except it be divinely given. But it was not from desire of glory that he suffered not to remain concealed the exhibition of his divine power, who had so often charged silence about his miracles, but because he looked to their advantage, who are called through faith to grace. Chrysostom, for first he removes the woman's fear, lest she should suffer the pangs of conscience, for as it were stealing the grace. Next he reproves her for thinking to lie concealed. Thirdly, he makes known her faults publicly for the sake of others, and betrays no less a miracle than the staunching of blood, by showing that all things are open to his sight. Cyril, moreover, he persuaded the ruler of the synagogue to believe undoubtingly that he would rescue his daughter from the hands of death. Chrysostom, our Lord did not immediately discover her for this reason, that by showing that all things are known to him, he might make the woman publish what was done, that the miracle might be free from all suspicion. Hence it follows, and when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling. Origin, but the same cure which the woman obtained by touching him, our Savior confirmed by his word. As it follows, and he said unto her, Thy faith hath made thee whole, go in peace, that is, be released from thy scourge. And indeed he first heals her soul by faith, then truly her body. Titus paused. He calls her daughter as already healed because of her faith, for faith claims the grace of adoption. Eusebius. Now they say that the woman set up in Peneus, Caesarea Philippi, when she came, a noble triumphal monument of the mercy vouchsafed to her by the Savior, for there stood upon a lofty pedestal near the entrance of her house a brazen statue of a woman on bended knees, and with her hands joined as if in prayer, opposite to which was erected another statue like to a man, made of the same material, clothed in a stole, and holding forth his hand to the woman. At his feet upon the base itself a strange kind of plant was growing, which reaching to the hem of the brazen stole was said to be the cure of all diseases, and they said that this statue represents Christ. It was destroyed by Maximinius. Ambrose. Now mystically Christ had left the synagogue in Gerasa, and him whom his own received not, we strangers receive. Bede. Or at the end of the world the Lord is about to return to the Jews, and to be gladly received by them through confession of the faith. Ambrose. By whom do we suppose the chief of the synagogue to be, but the law, from consideration of which our Lord had not entirely abandoned the synagogue? Bede, or by the ruler of the synagogue, as understood Moses. Hence he is rightly called Jarius, that is, enlightening, or enlightened, as he who receives the words of life to give to us, thereby both enlightens others, and is himself also enlightened by the Holy Spirit. But the ruler of the synagogue fell at the feet of Jesus, because the lawgiver with the whole race of the patriarchs knew that Christ appearing in the flesh would be far preferred to them. For if the head of Christ is God, his feet must agreeably to this be taken for the incarnation, by which he touched the earth of our mortality. The ruler asked him to enter into his house, because he was desirous to behold his coming. His only daughter is the synagogue, which alone was framed with a legal institution, which at twelve years of age, that is, when the time of purity was approaching, lay dying, for having been brought up nobly by the prophets, 
as soon as it came to years of discretion, when it ought to bring forth spiritual fruits to God, being suddenly subdued through its weakness and error, it forgot to enter the way of spiritual life, and unless Christ had come to its help, would have fallen away into destruction. But the Lord going to heal the girl is thronged by the crowd, because, giving wholesome warnings to the Jewish nation, he was borne down by the customs of a carnal people. Ambrose but while the word of God hastens to this daughter of the ruler, that he might save the children of Israel, the holy church collected from among the Gentiles, which was perishing by its falling away into gross crimes, seized first by faith the health prepared for others. Bede. Now the issue of blood may be taken in two ways. That is, both for the prostitution of idolatry and for those things which are done for the delights of the flesh and blood. Ambrose. But what means it that this daughter of the ruler was dying at twelve years, and the woman was afflicted with the issue of blood for twelve years, but that it might be understood that as long as the synagogue flourished, the church was weak? For almost in the same age of the world, the synagogue began to grow up among the patriarchs, an idolatry to pollute the Gentile nation. Ambrose, but as she had spent all her substance upon physicians, so the Gentile nations had lost all the gifts of nature. Bede. Now by physicians understand either false doctors or philosophers and teachers of secular laws, who, disputing much concerning virtue and vice, promised that they would give to mortals useful instructions for life. Or suppose that by the physicians are signified the unclean spirits themselves, who by giving, as it were, advice to men, procure themselves to be worshipped as God, on listening to whom the Gentiles, the more they consumed the strength of their natural industry, so much the less they were able to be cured from the pollution of their iniquity. Ambrose, now hearing that the people of the Jews were sick, she begins to hope for the remedy of their salvation. She knew that the time was arrived when a physician should come from heaven. She rose to meet him, more ready from faith, more backward from modesty. For this is the part of modesty and faith, to acknowledge weakness, not to despair of pardon. For modesty then she touched the hem of his garment. In faith she came, in piety believed, and wisdom knew herself to be healed. So the holy people of the Gentiles, which believed God, blushed at its sins so as to desert them, offered its faith in believing, showed its devotion in asking, put on wisdom in itself, feeling its own cure, assumed boldness to confess that it had forestalled what was not its own. Now Christ is touched behind, as it is written, Thou shalt walk after the Lord thy God. Bede, and he himself, If any man serve me, let him follow me. Or because not seeing Christ present in the flesh, now that the sacraments of the temporary dispensation were completed, the church began to follow his footsteps through faith. Gregory, but while the crowd thronged him, one woman touched our Redeemer, because all carnal men in the church oppress him from whom they are afar off, and they alone touch him who are joined to him in humility. The crowd therefore presses him and touch him not, because it is both importunate in presence and absence in life. Bede, or one believing woman touches the Lord, since Christ who is afflicted beyond measure by the diverse heresies multiplying around him, is faithfully sought by the heart alone of the Catholic Church. Ambrose. 
for they believe not who throng him, they believe who touch him. By faith Christ is touched, by faith he is seen. Lastly, to express the faith of her who touched him, he says, I know that virtue is gone out of me, which is a more palpable sign that the divine nature is not confined within the possibility of man's condition, and the compass of the human body, but eternal virtue overflows beyond the bounds of our mediocrity. For the Gentile people is not released by man's aid, but the gathering of nations is the gift of God, which even by its little faith turns to itself the everlasting mercy. For if we think that our faith is, and understand how great the Son of God is, we see that in comparison of him, we touch only the hem, we cannot reach the upper parts of the garment. If then we also wish to be cured, let us touch by faith the hem of Christ. But he who has touched him is not hidden. Happy is the man who has touched the extreme part of the word. For who can comprehend the whole? End of chapter 8, verses 40 through 48.